Welcome to News Fix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. After months of speculation, weeks of worries and last-ditch efforts at diplomacy, Russia has begun its full-scale invasion of neighbouring Ukraine. As one CNN headline read, Kiev has woken up to a new reality. It's Thursday, February 24th. Here's your News Fix. At 5.07am Ukraine time, which was 3.07am UK Irish time, the sound of explosions were heard live on air during a CNN report in Kiev, the capital of Ukraine. Just five hours prior, Ukraine had begun a month-long state of emergency across the country. In a moment of unusual honesty, reporter Matthew Chance is heard on air telling one of his team members behind the camera, I told you we shouldn't have done a live shot here. Less than an hour before that, President Putin had announced a military operation in the Donbass region of Ukraine. Remember that Donbass is a region in eastern Ukraine, the territories of Donetsk and Luhansk, which Putin recognized as independent of Ukraine on Monday, are within that Donbass region. Russian-backed separatists are recently understood to have controlled about a third of that region, with a low-intensity conflict there since 2014, responsible for the deaths of at least 13,000 people. Though Russia has always said it had no soldiers on the ground there, they were widely understood to have supplied the separatists. In relation to Putin announcing the overnight military operation in the Donbass region, BBC News reported he, quote, made the declaration at the same time as the UN Security Council was imploring him to stop. It's worth noting that what is so awkward in this is that at the UN Security Council, the presidency is held by a different country every month, passing along in alphabetical order. Who is currently holding the presidency? Well, you guessed it, Russia. The UK will hold it in April, followed by the US in May. In the hours since the first explosions were heard, at least six areas have reported attacks. In the newsletter, we've included a link to a map from the New York Times, which also includes a link to an incredibly informative article. Ukraine's President Zelensky estimated overnight there were 200,000 Russian troops massed near his country's border. In the last two hours, there have been reports that troops are moving in from Belarus. CNN aired footage reportedly showing Russian tanks crossing the border from Belarus into Ukraine. Remember that Belarus is often described as Europe's last dictatorship. It is a country north of Ukraine with strong ties to Russia. In the newsletter, we've included a screenshot from Google Maps, which shows that Belarus is approximately just 100 kilometers north of Ukraine's capital city of Kiev. Now, on a small side note, you might notice that Kiev is often spelled differently. There is one spelling K-Y-I-V and another K-I-E-V. In recent years, there has been a push from Ukraine's government for Kiev to be spelt using the K-Y-I-V. Why is this? Well, as Euronews pointed out in 2019, Kiev, as in K-I-E-V, comes from the Russian way of pronouncing Ukraine's capital name. Okay, let's take it back a bit to yesterday. On Wednesday night, the leaders of the separatist regions in eastern Ukraine requested help from Russia. After Putin recognized these areas as independent of Ukraine on Monday, this was a move many predicted would happen. Why did they want help? Well, they cite aggression against them from Ukraine's military as the reason. As some BBC analysis pointed out, it said, quote, Russian authorities have cited a number of incidents in eastern Ukraine as a possible justification for military action. But the US has accused Russia of plotting so-called false flag incidents, provocation staged to create a pretext for action. In recent weeks, Putin has also claimed there is a genocide occurring in eastern Ukraine and accused Ukraine's government of supporting it. Western leaders and Western media outlets have repeatedly said there is no evidence to support this claim. In terms of what is happening today, as you can imagine, this is an incredibly fluid situation. 
What we do know is that President Biden is expected to give an address to Americans later on the situation. In the UK, a COBRA meeting is currently underway to discuss what the government described as the horrific attacks on Ukraine. Prime Minister Boris Johnson tweeted that he is appalled by the horrific events in Ukraine and has spoken to President Zelensky to discuss next steps. He also tweeted, President Putin has chosen a path of bloodshed and destruction by launching this unprovoked attack on Ukraine. It's worth noting that for anyone unaware, COBRA stands for Cabinet Office Briefing Rooms. Government COBRA meetings occur in moments of emergencies or significant concern. President Biden tweeted Western allies will meet today and impose severe sanctions on Russia. He also tweeted the prayers of the world are with the people of Ukraine. Meanwhile, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said President Biden has been, quote, crystal clear. He is not sending US troops to Ukraine. During a speech on Tuesday, Biden made a point of saying every inch of NATO territory will be defended. As you'll know, Ukraine is not a member of NATO. It wants to be, and for Putin, that has always been a red line. While it is unclear what exactly the sanctions announced today will include, there is no mistaking the message in a tweet from Ukraine's foreign minister. He tweeted, quote, the world must act immediately. The future of Europe and the world is at stake. He also went on to write a five-part to-do list. Number one, devastating sanctions on Russia now, including SWIFT, which is the international banking system. Number two, he called for Russia to be fully isolated by all means and in all formats. Number three, he called for weapons and equipment for Ukraine. And number four and five were a call for financial and humanitarian assistance. In terms of the knock-on effects in recent hours, there are no planes flying over any part of Ukraine at the moment. In the newsletter, we've included a pretty staggering screenshot from Flight Radar 24. It shows all of the flights across Europe with nothing over Ukraine's airspace. In the last hour, much of the media are citing Ukraine's military, who say they have shot down five Russian planes and a helicopter. Russia, meanwhile, have denied that this happened. Also, in terms of other effects, oil prices surged to $100 a barrel after Putin announced the military operation. As many media outlets reported, it is the first time it has reached such a price in more than seven years. In terms of the impact on financial markets, CNN reported Asian markets and US stock futures plunged this morning. It also reported that the Moscow exchange has announced, quote, it had suspended trading on all of its markets until further notice. The overnight developments also appear to have had an impact on cryptocurrencies. Bloomberg reported Bitcoin fell as much as 8.5%. In terms of some of the top tweets, as you can imagine, there is so much online reaction right now. We've compiled in our newsletter a list of some of the most powerful and informative tweets that we have come across, and I really hope it's going to be helpful. It includes harrowing footage of Ukrainians out on the streets praying, tweets about how Kiev subway has turned into a bomb shelter, photos of massive traffic jams in the capital, and a tweet from a Ukrainian MP saying 300 MPs voted for martial law. It goes without saying that today's news fix is going to feel really heavy, and we understand all of the concerns people are expressing. If you have any questions at all about the ongoing situation, please message us on Instagram and we will do our very best to get back to you. If we don't have the answer, we will do the research for you. That's today's fix. Have a great day.